Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everything in between, welcome to another episode of the Behind the Place podcast. I am your host, Davion, also known as Davion OW. And with me today, uh, we have another uh, back again, once again, with the beautiful football knowledge, Mr. Eric. Hello. How are you doing today? I, I am thriving. I used to thriving. say I was just surviving, but I'm out here thriving now. That's what I like to hear, dog. That's what I like to hear. Thriving, it's just beautiful time. Uh, not so beautiful for our records in the NFL this week, though. <laughs> yeah, we had a rough week for sure. That is this definitely is a, this for is sure. Certainly, a, a, if there's one thing the NFL. I can predict from the NFL every year is that it will be unpredictable. Agreed. That is the one thing that you can say about the NFL. But uh, before we get started, make sure you uh, head over to the description of wherever you are watching. I did double check. You can click links down there and everything. I did it. I made sure. Go follow. Follow the podcast. Follow me and follow Eric. His All of his uh, stuff is down there in the description of wherever you're watching here. Uh, whether it be Spotify, Apple, uh, I'm sorry, is it iTunes technically? iTunes podcast or something like that. I don't know the actual uh, description of it. Uh, there's Stitcher and all that, all that fun jazz stuff. And so just make sure you hit a follow, hit a like on the podcast. We really appreciate it. And um, I actually have no clue what we're gonna call this series because we're gonna go, we're gonna be here for a while. We're gonna be eight, in 18, 19 episodes, but it's episode two of the of the of the football sector of NFL 2020. 2020 and 2021 NFL season. How are you feeling about this so far? I mean, it's it's wild. It's also incredibly disappointing for the two of us in particular so far. Yeah. So, uh, if you guys didn't hear episode one, uh, we do want to clarify that there is definitely bias as always because you always take you always take bias in your favorite teams. I just think that always ends up happening. Um, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. My boy over here is a Denver Broncos fan. Uh, definitely some disappointing games this week. Uh, yours was, I would say, less disappointing than ours. But I don't know. Did you watch the game? <laughs> I, I watched the game with you. You also didn't smoke a 17-point lead. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, boy, it, I it just a, 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 I think a pair of heartbreaking fans for uh, heartbreaking games for the two of us in particular. Agreed. Uh, but we're going to go through all of week one in today's episode and kind of um, our high, our strong points, our low points, and what we think some teams can improve on. Um, and also we're going to give our week two predictions fully. So we're going to go over every matchup, not really in detail like we, we did at the first one with a couple matchups. But we'll just say who we have winning each game. And we are keeping a track of our win-loss records um, <clears throat> from week to week. So I guess it's like a little friendly competition. Uh, and tweet at us. Tweet, tweet at tweet at behind the plays what you guys' uh, predictions are and how you guys are doing this season. I'd really actually be interested in that and hearing from the fans. And I would be more than happy to shout you out and quote you on Twitter. Be awesome. Would love that. Tell us how um, tell us how wrong we are in our opinions. Also true. I'm more than happy to hear that as well because <laughs> I know I'll hear a lot of it. Uh, but week one was a week full of interesting weeks. Uh, I'm just gonna quickly go over who won lost each game, and then I'm gonna let Eric go over some more descriptive things. Uh, Eric did have a lot more preparation. I was kind of sick today, so I, I and I totally spaced about recording today. Shout out to Eric, great guy. I got you. By the way, um, just quick little win losses. Uh, we opened up in Kansas City with the Chiefs beating the Texans. Uh, Thursday night football. Would you rather? Opener. Would you rather go like game by game, or do you want to list them all and then I'll list them? I'll talk about all my thoughts. Let's do game by game. I'm cool okay. with that. All right. Let's do it that way. So, so we'll start. We'll start Thursday night football. Chiefs Texans. 
So Chiefs won by two touchdowns. I mean, this is the most predictable game of the week, in my opinion. I mean, the Chiefs were nine and a half point favorites going into this game uh, when I last saw it, and which was by far the biggest margin. I think the next biggest was the uh, the Patriots over the Dolphins. They were seven and a half point favorites. So, I mean, the Chiefs-Texans was the biggest betting line by far, and I think for a good reason. Um, what I did notice from this game is that the Texans, I, th- I think, are a little bit better than I thought they were. I really thought that this was going to be too. all Chiefs. Um, okay, but here's an interesting stat. Here's your uh, your neato stat of the night. Well, it's this actually the second most neato stat of the night because there's an even more neato stat that I really want to point out. All right, so I got, Patrick, I got one in my head too, but keep going. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, the gunslinger, right? This yes. man likes to throw just deep balls to Tyreek Hill. You ready, right? Yeah, Tyreek was on my fantasy team this week. I got to be disappointed. Yeah, you want to know why? It's because Andy Reid Andy Reid is a gigantic brain. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think the Chiefs' O-line took a step back. They are without, I believe, their right guard. He opted out due to COVID. Right. Um, and I believe, like, the O-line is one of the weaker points on the Chiefs. The biggest question mark going in was running back, but I believe uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire kind of proved, like, yeah, he's yeah, he's he's pretty good at football. He, 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 he kind of proved, or he did prove. I have his stat up, 25 rushes for 138 yards. One yeah. touchdown. But a whole oh my gosh. I mean, it's it's a big statement game, but uh, I, I I mean we'll we'll see in the future consistency. I believe he can be consistent. I'm hopeful that he is, but I mean I'll be a little bit more like believable jump on the ship when it is consistent. Yeah, and I think that the Chiefs may have taken a step back O line wise, but they took a huge leap forward with the running back. Don't get me wrong, my boy Lashawn McCoy was the Chiefs running back last year, if I'm not mistaken. A Chiefs running back last year. <laughs> a Chiefs running back. It was back, the main the man was Damian Williams, and I mean he had That's a pretty right. good year. He probably should have been the the Super Bowl MVP, but Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he's the star of the show, so I think the the Edwards is it Hilaire? Hilaire Hilaire? Yes. Hilaire? Edwards Hilaire. I think he's better I think he's better than both of them. Really? And he's he's playing I think he's gonna play extremely well. All right. Um, again, I'd like to see the consistency from it, but I think that running game took a step forward for them. Yes. Um, I think he is a little more diverse, but uh, like that's not any shame because you know I love my boy Shady. For sure. Um, so going back to your Tyreek Hill fantasy story, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is the gunslinger, right? Like there's all these those videos of him like throwing it out of Arrowhead and that sort of thing. Patrick yeah. Mahomes, 24 for 32, a 75% completion rating, 211 yards, three tutties, no picks, not a single pass. That went for more than 20 yards. Yeah, I did uh, without, hear about without that. Without Yak, of course. Yeah, that's crazy. Not a I single did, pass over 20. Like, the gunslinger, he, he, he tore the Texans apart piece by piece, which is impressive, given that that isn't exactly the Patrick Mahomes we've seen in the past. And the fact that he was able to do it so successfully, I mean, he was the MVP two years ago for a reason, and I, I think the Chiefs are going to keep rolling. I think this shows a lot of discipline for him, too, mm-hmm. because, you know— Tyreek Hill can have t- probably could have tore apart that defense, but they a, they had a game plan. They stuck to the game plan and won a game thirty four to twenty. Yep, and I think that's what makes that that's what makes Patty Mahomes, you know, a Super Bowl champ, Super Bowl MVP, uh, two two uh, MVP two years ago, like you said. He knows how to pick apart defenses, and he's getting better at it. And he's not just using that gunslinging to get his team like those big plays that we've seen in the past. He's being more methodical about it. And I think that's what Andy Reid's trying to accomplish this season. And it's showing his how, how diverse of a game he has. And that makes him potential candidate for MVP again this year. I wouldn't be surprised. Absolutely. All right. Let's talk Jets-Bills. So what happened with the Jets and the Bills? 
That game was wild, first off, because the the Bills were smoking the Jets. Like, like the Jets were getting demolished. I think they were up 21-0 at one point during that game. And the final score was 27-17. I could be wrong, but let me double-check that. Um, look at the score. Yeah, they were up 21-0. Um, by halftime, they were up 21-3. Um, the Jets started to look like they wanted to come back. They scored... Um, in 48 seconds, by the way, with a Sam Darnold, Jay Crowder, 69-yard touchdown. Nice. Nice. And, um, but then, you know, the defense of the Bills stood. Uh, they didn't do much after that. Got a touchdown, I think, later in the game, but it wasn't really too crazy. And uh, just shut them down. The Bills played really well to start the game, but, like, the Jets, I they showed glimmers. Uh, they just their defense needed to step up, and they just didn't get the stops they needed. And then their offense got shut down at the same time, so it just didn't work out for them. Yeah, it, it seemed like the Bills kind of let off the gas a little bit. I mean, they came out ready to play. I think we knew that the Bills were going to be pretty good this year. The Jets looked flat in the first half, and like if it wasn't for that second half, I would be saying I don't think Adam Gase makes it to Thanksgiving. Um, right now, I'm saying I don't think Adam Gase is the head coach of the New York Jets next year. Okay, but. Like, if, if if the Jets don't find something to turn around, I don't think Adam Gates makes it to Thanksgiving. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how they do. Um, their Week 2 matchup is against... The 49ers. The 49ers. So, that is unfortunate strength of schedule to start the season. But the 49ers are coming off a big L this season. Well, you see, the Jets have pretty tough games them. because they're a bad team. And most of the teams that they play are going to be pretty good. Yeah, At least true. comparatively. <laughs> that, I mean, but it's still the 49ers, you know? Yeah. So we'll right. see how it goes. We'll yeah, that, goes. that's all I got for that one. Yeah, I don't have much to say about that game. That game really wasn't too all yeah, appealing. Well, we, 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 Josh we Allen <laughs> threw for 300 yards. Yeah, when so we don't when we don't that. see the primetime games, like these are the highlights that I'm seeing is is afterwards and the stat lines and you know the interesting stories that are coming from each game. Yeah. Josh Allen threw for 300 yards though, which is kind of wild. Yeah. So shout out to him. Uh, we're gonna move down to Minnesota. Uh, I think we got the Vikings and the Packers, which. I'm actually going to let you take this game. I did see the bottom half of this game. I went to Buffalo Wild Wings to watch the Buccaneers-Saints <laughs> game with my friend, and we happened to catch the Cardinals-Niners game as well. So I have more opinions on those games. But uh, I did get to catch the tail half of the Packers-Vikings game. So the game we got out here on the West Coast uh, was Seahawks-Falcons on local channels because I sat at home. It was either Seahawks-Falcons or Raiders-Panthers, and I am never going to willingly watch the Raiders. Sorry. We had Raiders... Panthers, Vikings, Packers, actually. Really? I had, yeah, we had Seahawks. Maybe we're a little, we are a little bit more, more north than you. So Seahawks, huh. Falcons. I mean, yeah, you are a little closer to Washington. Yeah, yeah, so we had Seahawks, Falcons, Raiders, Panthers in the morning, and then the afternoon we had Cardinals, 49ers, which I would have loved to watch Bucks, Saints, but Cardinals, 49ers ended up being a really good game. Well, uh, I got to see both of them anyways, at the same time. Packers, Vikings. The Packers did the exact opposite of what I thought they were going to do. I thought things were going to be, uh, be high tension. I thought things were going to be rough with the drafting of Jordan Love, but Aaron Rodgers came out as, in my opinion, the early front runner for MVP right now. Like, oh. Oh my gosh! Yes, like dude, four four touchdowns, like four touchdowns. He's Super currently Bowl, right? second in passing yards, only behind Matt Ryan. Completed seventy two percent of his throws. Like Aaron Rodgers had an, an incredible game on the road in Minnesota in a division game. Like I think the Packers are going to be much better than what I had initially predicted. Um, I have to give it up to Aaron Rodgers, but not only that, um, their coach played this very well. I think as well. So like. Aaron Rodgers threw for 300. iPhone, why are you recording my voice? I didn't ask for this. 
Why are you uh, like Aaron this? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers threw for 300, 364 yards, first off. That's, that's an insane feat in itself. Four TDs. Aaron Jones still ran for 66 yards and averaged 4.1 yards a carry. Like, that's pretty good. <laughs> like, yeah. this is the, the offense was clicking on all cylinders. And not even to mention Devontae Adams. I think this was, if I saw that correctly, was a career high for receptions. 14 receptions, 156 yards. Two touchdowns? Like, wow. That like this 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 roster this roster balled out. Like I, I the offense was just clicking on all cylinders. Defense can use a little bit of work. Uh just because the Vikings put up thirty four points on you. One of them I believe was a garbage time touchdown, so I can't really be too mad about it. But they still put up twenty four points in the fourth quarter on you. Like you guys had a, a good you had them down to ten points and then you let them just drop twenty four on you. Yeah. The little little let off the gas type of scenario. But, like, the defense also got a safety in that game. So, can I really be upset at them? Not really. All right. So, um, I will I will list the score, and then I'll let you talk about this one. The Washington football team <laughs> defeats the Philadelphia Eagles by a score of 27-17. to Tell us all about what happened. Uh, I actually did watch this game. Not, I didn't watch it. I was basically on the play-by-play because I'm in Vegas, and we don't get Philadelphia Eagles football unless we play the Cowboys. Um, so Naturally. The Eagles, 17-0 start, clicking all cylinders. Carson Wentz, I think, was like 14 for 17 or 14 for 16 or something crazy like that with two touchdowns and was just balling out, right? Um, second half rolled around, and we're continuing to throw the football. This is where injuries kind of sucked. I'm not going to blame this game on injuries because the Eagles still should have taken this game away. Um, the Eagles have a young offense, right? We picked up Rager in, in the draft. Miles Sanders is a second-year guy, but he also was not playing this game. So we played Boston Scott, who also is a second-year guy who didn't get very many reps last season because he was actually the third string behind Sanders and Jordan Howard. Um, Jordan Howard got hurt. Miles Sanders played most of the snaps. They didn't really play Boston Scott. Then he got hurt, and then they put Boston Scott in, and that's where Boston Scott popped off and had his, like, three-touchdown game last season. Um, but not, like, the injuries that suck. Miles Sanders isn't playing. Jalen Rager's new. Carson Wentz is – Carson Wentz is one of those people that's very questionable at times. Dallas Goddard's still, like, a third-year Ertz, Wentz are your vets, right? Deshaun Jackson played, but he didn't really, like – play if that makes sense like he was there but he wasn't like there it felt like greg ward just came off the practice squad last year alshon's still out it was it was rough right then not to mention all of that the offensive line was torn to bits on the roster for the eagles we started the game without left tackle andre dillard right guard brandon brooks both of them were out right there i think both of them were out for i think the season if i'm not mistaken they moved jason peters left tackle who surprisingly did not get hurt this game right tackle lane johnson got hurt uh before the game was announced out, I think, uh, Saturday or Friday or Saturday. Then the backup right tackle was hurt as well. We just picked up two offensive linemen from free agency or uh, from uh, practice squads. I think we took a Bears practice squad player and called up one of ours. The offensive line for the Eagles was crippled, and that was their downfall because they were up by 17-0. They couldn't run the ball. No Miles Sanders, bad O-line, not really that crazy of a mobile quarterback because if he gets mobile, he's going to tear his ACL because he knows he, don't has any, he doesn't have any knees right now. Uh, it's, it's, it's rough. It was rough. And that's why they couldn't close out the game. 
But they also literally couldn't close out the game because they just refused to pick up anything. Like, Carson Wentz finished the game. I think it was abysmal, like abysmal performance in my opinion. Uh, I think he was two touchdowns, no interceptions, finished with two touchdowns, two interceptions, and then had a um, a fumble to boot. So it was like, it was tough. It was tough on Philly. Um, and I'm not, again, I'm not going to sit here and blame injuries, but they didn't help. And not to mention it's like week one with no preseason and all these people need to gel. It was rough. I'm not thinking too deep into it because, again, that's all the reasons I labeled before. But the Eagles did not close out the football game, and they just yep. refused to close out the football game. Yeah, like Carson Wentz had, or I'm sorry, Boston Scott had nine carries for 35 yards. Corey Clement, who we picked up, six carries for 19 yards. That's not good. Not good to close out a game with, especially at a 17-0 lead. Our leading receiver was Dallas Goddard, our second-string tight end. Eight reception, 100 yards. A tight end, the leading receiver in Philly? That sounds like Philly for the last, like, three years, though, to be fair. Right, but Zach Ertz had three receptions and 18 yards with yeah. seven targets. That's what's that's scary. Jalen Rager had one catch on four targets. You know, there's that first game jitters. Deshaun Jackson had two receptions on seven targets. Greg Ward had five receptions on seven targets. Like, all right, you guys going to catch the football or what's happening? Like, I think that's, that's rough. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Carson went through some bad balls. He did. He threw some bad balls. I, when I saw the highlights, I was like, you got to throw better. Like, you got to be better than that. You got to be better than that. I'll take, like, two or three recept, like targets off of D-Jax. Maybe one off of Rager. He did drop one or two because when doesn't an Eagles receiver, you know, practice to drop the ball ever? Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was just it was just they didn't close the game out. That's, that's all I can say. First two drives, literally first two drives, go up 10-0, get to a point where they miss a field goal. We go down and score uh, a 34-yard dot to Goddard. 17-0. Next few drives, five yards. Interception. Th- no yards. Three and out. Eight yards. Three and out. Zero yards. Interception. Missed field goal. Turnover on downs. Punt. Turnover on downs. Fumble. Like, it was rough. We didn't get any more than 20. I don't think we got a 20-yard drive. Ever. Oh, the missed field goal, aside from that one. It was like nothing. We couldn't get anything going in the second half. We had, like, 40-something yards in the second half because one of the drives we had negative 16 yards in. Like, it's just – it was rough. It was rough to watch that second half. Uh, but – and uh, to make things even worse about it, the, the Washington football team has a phenomenal defensive line. And when your offensive line is crippled, I think they sacked Carson Wentz eight times. I'm not even capping. Hold on. Let me find it. Sack. They had one – Four, yeah. five, six, seven, eight sacks. Like, that's ridiculous. But it's kind of what I expect when you're crippled, going up against crippled line with the god tier that is their defensive line, you know? Yep, for sure. So, I mean, anyway, okay. That's my yeah. comments on that. No, the, the Washington <laughs> defensive line was real. I mean, Chase Young added such a, a big element to that to that Washington D-line. Um, I mean, it is a cool story with Ron Rivera, for sure. So, I'm, I'm happy for him. I mean, the dude's fighting cancer. He literally got an IV at halftime. Like, yeah, I did hear that. that yeah, crazy. like, man's a legend and then came back and won the football game. Like, th- that's awesome for him. Awesome story. Bad news if you're an Eagles fan like you, for example. Um, I mean, the Eagles, the, the 49ers, I believe, had, or the 49ers, what, the, Washington had, I believe, two picks and then two forced fumbles recovered one of them. Like, I mean, yeah. the, the Washington defense came to play. The Eagles couldn't close it out. The Eagles have a very beat-up O-line. I believe Lane Johnson was out. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, Brandon uh, Brooks, that, Dillard. Yeah, we literally the Eagles had, the Eagles had every reason to win that game and just didn't. Yeah, agreed. Every reason. There's no excuse why we lost that game. I'm giving you reasons 
why we couldn't close out the game, but not excuses, if that makes sense. Yep. Like, they, we should have closed that game out. And the worst part about it is you look at the stats, and Washington didn't play that good of football. The reason they won was their defense. Their offense won because their defense put them in positions to score quickly. Yeah. Definitely. And I think that's what screwed us. Like, that, I don't think they played great offensively. Like, Dwayne Haskins played – he played good. He played good, like, good enough to win that game, you know, if that makes sense. Like, it wasn't, like, over-the-top amazing. But he played, he played good enough. Carson Wentz didn't. He went 24-42, 270, two touchdowns. I'm saying, like, he went 14 for, like, 16 to start that game. That's, like, 10 for 28 or something like that to close out with, with zero touchdowns, two interceptions, and a, and a fumble loss. Like, that's tough. Yep, certainly. Tough pill to swallow. Tough pill to swallow for Eagles fans out there. But yep. uh, we have the Rams next week. I think we can bounce back, but it's it's yeah, it's, it's be healthy. It's going to be an interesting game for sure. All right, uh, Browns Ravens. I mean, the Ravens are the best team nothing. in football. Like the same, <laughs> there's nothing that needs to be same old Browns. <laughs> Browns dropped Browns dropped a sixer. Like like I understand <laughs> that the Ravens are the best team in football, probably, and in my opinion, they are. But you can't you can't go out week one rookie head coach like this is supposed to be Baker Mayfield's comeback here. You can't go out there and drop six points week one. So I mean like, I I was I was expecting on your dome, bro. I was expecting the Browns to lose this game, but I didn't think I would be concerned about the Browns this year. I am now. I really am. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm a little more concerned than I thought I was going to be about them. I really had hope for them. I really did. Like, I didn't think they were going to win their division, but I thought they were going to snag a wild card for sure. We'll see how they play out the rest of the season. Again, they did start on the Ravens, but 38-6 to is not how you want to start regardless of who you're playing. Yep. All right. Uh, That one's nice and easy because we don't got to complain about the Eagles. (laughs) You're right. I I, I get to complain about the Eagles. All right. Colts, Uh, Jags. Jags. So the Jaguars came out, won this game 27-20, which was – I don't want to – no, I don't – it's interesting because I wasn't expecting the Colts to be great, but I was definitely expecting the Jags to be worse. Um, um, well, Phillip Rivers was old, old school Phillip Rivers, throwing one touchdown but wants to throw two interceptions in the process. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, here's here's the the the, the Nito stat of the night, right? I already okay. know where this is going too. Gardner Minshew, Mister Mustache himself, <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. 173 yards, three touchdowns, completed 19 of 20. That's ridiculous. This man completed 95% of his throws. And, yeah. like, the Jaguars' offense looked, like, phenomenal. They really did, which is crazy because, like, it, it felt like the Jaguars were tanking for, for Trevor Lawrence, perhaps. But the Jaguars came out. They played. They won. They, they had a great game. The Colts did not. Yeah, this is the point where you don't tank for t- Trevor Lawrence because unless you see nothing out of Gardner Minshew the next couple of weeks, you kind of have a franchise quarterback potential here. Potential. He is playing way better than I thought he was going to. Like, First off, like I, I get, again, all of this is week one, but he came out there and went 19 for 20. I don't care who you're playing against. I don't care who it is. 19 for 20 is phenomenal. Here's With your three uh, touchdowns. Here's your pop quiz for the day. All right, you ready? I don't expect you to answer uh, this, but uh, here's your pop it. quiz for the day. Okay, okay. Where did Gardner Minshew go to college? Oh man. Uh, without googling it, I'm only gonna answer. It has to be in a, in, a, in the same conference as Nevada because you know this way too well. Not even a little. Bit. right. Dang, I was wrong. Okay, I have no clue where did he go to college. He went to Washington State. Really? Washington State. Under the Mike Leach system, which is the air raid system, it's the same thing the Cardinals are doing right now. Like, and I mean, this is 
it's the same thing that Patty Mahomes did in college. Like this is Cl- yeah. like Cliff Kingsbury got the Cardinals job because he coached Patrick Mahomes in college, pretty much. Like this is like Gardner Minshew comes from the same system. He comes from the same principles. Like your boy Andre Dillard, who unfortunately has been pretty beat up, was one of the past best pass defenders in college football, but was one of the worst run defenders in college football because the man, I think Washington State ran like maybe twenty or thirty run plays all season. Yeah. Like. Like, he comes from the air raid system. So, like, Gardner Minshew's know how to read a defense. He knows how to throw a football. Like, and he he looked really impressive. Like, don't let yeah. the fact that he was a sixth-round pick fool you. Like, you know who else was a sixth-round pick? Tom Brady. Tommy the Tommy the B, who also looked pretty bad this weekend. But we'll talk about that in <laughs> we'll a second. We'll talk about that later. Tommy oh, Brady, yeah, Tommy the B say, did but... not come from the air raid. Yeah, that's true. I have nothing else to say but Gardner Minshew. Yeah, like Gardner Minshew. He played. He played. He played well. And Gardner Minshew's my hero. When I grow up, I want to be just like Gardner Minshew. <laughs> that's pretty. He's pretty. Pretty. He played pretty phenomenal this week, and I. I kind of expect big things from him starting forward. If if he can get it going, he has the Titans this week, so that's a little. It's a little rough, but who knows? He may shock us. You never know. All and right. Now we got Raiders. The Panthers. Branded. Las Vegas Raiders. By the way, guys, any team that changed their name in the off season is currently undefeated. Uh, they, no team that has changed their name has hold, held an L. That's your Nito Stato from Davion today. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Thanks for that Las, one. <laughs> Las, Vegas, Las Vegas Raiders won. Washington football team, they won. Yep, Nobody they, else changed their name. All you right, ain't never told on. a lie. <laughs> I mean, okay, like Raiders. I watched this game. Okay, so then you tell us all about it because I Josh only, Jacobs I only, is a stud. Yeah, I only. <laughs> that's, all I, I only <laughs> that's all I need to say. I only know the the big thing that happened right at the end. That's all I got from this game. So. Um, I actually, fun fact, didn't watch the end of this game because that's when I left for B-dubs, but I got to watch Josh Jacobs basically shove every ounce of his soul down their throat. Yeah, he, I he mean. for three touchdowns. I think it was like a, a, a 93 yards, like ridiculous. Derek Carr to, tore apart this defense. I was talking about how if the Raiders are coming and they pick up another quarterback, they need to play him. Like they have Marcus Mariota backing him up. I was like, they need to play Mariota. I think he's going to be better than um. Carr and I, I, I take back everything I said. Mr. Derek Carr is playing play good football. 22, 22 for 30, 239 yards and a touchdown. Josh Jacobs had three touchdowns too to like couple with that. Henry Ruggs played really well too. Like he, he I saw him drop a pass, not get a cap, but you know, you know who else I'm happy for? Aggie. He got one target. He got one target. <laughs> that one target he caught. He went 23 yards for a touchdown, man. Poggers. I couldn't be happier for him. <laughs> I was like, man, better than our receivers this week. That's for sure. I mean, yep. Shout out to Derek Carr, another Mountain West quarterback, went to Fresno State. I mean, I, I love the Mountain West because I went to the University of Nevada. I have a deep connection to the Mountain West. So I, I like it when Mountain West people succeed, even though it's for the Raiders. Like, I'm rooting for Derek. Like, I'm rooting for, I'm rooting for, I'm rooting against 21 out of 22 Raiders players, honestly. <laughs> like, like, Derek Carr's sufficient. And I also want to point out that the Carolina Panthers played really good football too. They did. Just I mean, um, Teddy Bridgewater looked pretty pretty decent, uh, given that this is his first like week one start in a long average. time. Um, okay, the big thing that happened though is there was like a big fourth and one near the end of the game where the Panthers uh, possibly win this game if they if they do it right. They go for it. Um, you, I mean, you got you got blue eyes white privilege in the backfield, right? The goat. You yes. got the man, the myth, the legend. Um, oh, and you decide to hand it to this. the fullback. Yeah, I remember this. Like, I, 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 I think this is a Matt Rule problem. I mean, he's brand new out of Baylor. He's a college quarter. He's a college guy. 
Like, I mean, I think it's a rookie head coach mistake, honestly. Like, but I feel like this is a little bit of a leadership thing. Like you like hand the ball to Christian McCaffrey. He's the best player on your team. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, like I think you, you either live or die by Christian McCaffrey. You don't live or die by, by, by a trick. I don't want to say a trick play because it's a fullback dive, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I get it. Like, like something in, you, they in, don't in, expect, quote unquote. The NFL, yeah. the NFL is not the NCAA. Like the NCAA yeah. is not gonna. Like the NCAA is not a bunch of NFL caliber players. Like, yeah, you need eleven people to win football games, but in the NFL, you need maybe just one. Yeah, and the one person to me was Christian McCaffrey. I think that there were three options there, and they went with the worst possible one. Like, have t- four options. Matter of fact, they could have had Teddy Bridgewater QB sneak in, and that might have been a better option than dude. The you could have punted and probably still. <laughs> I don't know where they were at. Yeah. Actually, that's totally I mean, a joke. I mean, but still, that's the thing is that Teddy Bridgewater played. I honestly think he played above average. I think his later late in the game wasn't too great, but twenty-two completions, thirty-four attempts, two sixty-nine yards, and a touchdown. That's pretty good. Um, I would like to say that he was. He was kind of he was kind of balling out. I, I really give him props for how he played. Um, Robbie Anderson was one of his favorite targets to, that night too. He had 114 yards, by the way. That's insane. Yeah, and Robbie then, Anderson um, had a great game starting for the Panthers. Yeah, and then Christian McCaffrey is just these these blue eyes, white privilege, like <laughs> 4.2 yards. Know him carry. by no other name. Four four point two. I I heard I heard another name. It was Run CMC, and I thought that was the greatest one. Yeah, that's that was a Twitter so handle. Funny. Is it really? Yeah, I didn't know that. That's goat. That's goaded. I yeah. didn't know that. That's a goaded nickname, by the way. Yep. Uh, ninety. He ran for ninety-seven yards. He didn't get the hundred, but like two touchdowns, four point two average. Like that's beautiful. Like, uh, Panthers played good football. Their defense just kind of sold at the end. I, I think that I think the coach did sell them there. They had that game one. I think they handed off to Chris McCaffrey. Honestly, I'd rather QB sneak it than fullback dive it. I don't even know who the fullback is, but like, yeah, not the play, not the play. All right. Um. Bears Lions Bears win 27-23 on the road. Ah! <laughs> okay. If 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 the NFL MVP was given out for a single quarter in week 1, Mitch Trubisky is this season's MVP. Agreed. Like Mitch Trubisky had an insane fourth quarter. He had a uh-huh. trash first, second and third quarter. And I think this is the exact problem we were talking about with, with the Bears right now is that Mitch Trubisky is going to do just enough to not lose his job. Like, you know what's crazy is that Mitch Trubisky did everything in his power to not lose his job, yet the Lions, uh, the Bears still should have lost that game, but their rookie soul. Yeah, okay. So that was the, the big theme that I noticed is, is, like I was saying, like I think the biggest theme is that it, it, the lack of preseason. I mean, you had rookies making huge mistakes. You already talked about Henry Ruggs making a, a, a drop. I mean, DeAndre Swift dropped the game winner. A, a couple more rookies that had problems. We'll talk about them a little bit more in detail when we get there. But Jerry Judy for the Broncos had a lot of drops. Um, I, I was watching. That, yeah. I watched the Cardinals Niners game like start to finish, and in the first quarter, Isaiah Simmons, like their All Star safety out of Clemson, who's just kind of like the he he's the defense. He plays defense like like that's his position. Like like he's just an athlete. He had a hard time in the first quarter, especially because I, they were trying to get him to cover George Kittle, and uh, he couldn't until George Kittle sprained his knee. So, I, I, rookie mistakes, um, I think, were a huge thing week one. I think it gets patched up in the future for sure. But the lack of preseason, I mean, DeAndre Swift dropping that game winner is nuts. I mean, they're uh, quoted after the game one Matthew Stafford. He's like, I would throw that pass 100 out of 100 times. Like, Yeah. I mean, you made he made the right choice. He put it on the money. Just dropped it. 
He literally yep. just dropped it. Um, unfortunate, and I think the th biggest thing is that's a mental thing at this point. Uh, they're going to have to really regroup. And look, because the Lions are... I mean, it's the Bears, but like the Lions look a little bit better than I expected them to. That's for sure. Yep. Like Mitch Trubisky, or Mitch Trubisky, that's what that's what I meant. Matthew Stafford, Matt Matt, Matt Stafford threw for almost 300 yards, 24 for 42. That could have been worse. Uh, that drop pass really sold them though. They had that game. The worst part is DeAndre Swift ran for a touchdown to that game. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's rough. Let's shift oh, oh, gears. I also, wait, before we go, okay. I want to point out that Adrian Peterson ran for 93 yards on 14 carries, 6 for 6.6 average. That's beautiful. Go, dude. All right. All right. Shifting gears. Seahawks-Falcons. Seahawks went on the road 38-25. to I mean, okay, this is a huge game here. Obviously, the Seahawks are still really good. I mean, they won by 13 points. Uh, Russell Wilson had a, a pretty crazy day. You love to see that when he's on your fantasy. Yeah, you, I'm sure you did. Uh, Still lost, but yeah. it was beautiful. <laughs> you lost the Dutch Wilson left Bell's fault. Points. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. also happen to play, in case context is missing, we happen to play each other in fantasy this week, and I probably won because Lev Bell got hurt big game. Yeah. So, uh, I, on a, and I didn't play Mostert, which kind of sold Yeah, me. that's your fault. Cool, yeah, yeah you that's lost. On, that's on All right, but here is the problem with the Seahawks, okay? Falcons are at home. The Seahawks won this game, but the Falcon Matt Ryan is the NFL's leading passer right now. He threw for 450 yards. That's ridiculous. So, like... They threw I mean, the we, ball 54 times, by the way. Yeah, I mean, is... Uh, yeah, I mean, Julio Jones is the NFL's leading receiver right now. Like, Holy crap, they had three they had three receivers with over 100, like, receiving Exactly, yards. like, like the, I mean, it was literally... I watching that game uh, drives where the the Falcons did score were like five to six play drives and they were all like 15 yard plus passes to Julio then Calvin Ridley and then their other he's a young kid I can't remember his name Russell Gage yeah that's the one like it's it's literally just like one by one going to them and like we talked we talked when we did our predictions video like the Seahawks are uh, historically pretty raw defense right they looked rough against the Falcons. Um, I don't yeah. know if the Seahawks are worse than I thought or if the Falcons are better than I thought, and I think we'll find that out in a couple, the, next couple I'm gonna weeks. I'm going to go with the Falcons being better um, because we expected the defense to be good, but we, we didn't expect like we didn't expect this offense to be to get do this, you know? Yeah. They had 12 targets for each of their leading – like each of the three receivers. All three of those receivers caught nine passes. Julio Jones had 157 yards. Calvin Ridley had 130 yards, two touchdowns. Russell Gage had 114 yards. Like, that's ridiculous. That's insane. Yep. At 450, like, and you only throw two touchdowns out of all that? Like, that's crazy to me, dude. That's crazy. All right. Uh, it was also nice to see Todd Gurley, though. He rushed for a touchdown, 56 yards. It was very nice to see him play well. Yeah, Todd Gurley had a pretty good game, too. I mean, it was, it was good to see him do well. Yeah, it was, it was very interesting. Uh, but Wilson... Russell Wilson's Russell Wilson, and he's going to lead his team to a dub. And, yep. And, all, and, all, and 38 points is no joke. So. All right. So, next I up. I like this one. Yeah, this mm. one's interesting. We have the Patriots beating the Dolphins 21-11. to 11. Um, Okay. Uh, My boy. My boy. Cam Newton. Okay, he's not he's not in his MVP form, but that man rushed for seventy five yards and two touchdowns. He's he's leading quarterbacks in rush yards right now. I'm pretty sure he has the he also was the 
uh, with the two touchdowns he scored, he set the NFL record for most rushing touchdowns by a quarterback in a career. If I'm no, not uh, he's had it. <laughs> oh, he's had it. Yeah, oh, my he bad. extended Never it. Mind. <laughs> uh, well, he balled out. I love Cam Newton. I like seeing how he. I love seeing him play. He didn't. He, his passing game wasn't too great, but I think something I noticed. This was one of those games that needed to happen for them, because the again, no team got preseason. They had the Dolphins. 21-11 is a pretty good dub, This right? was their preseason. Pretty, pretty comfortable win, I think. Holding a team to 11 points, you scoring three touchdowns. I think that's good. That's quality, that's quality gameplay right there. Something that I noticed was that they did not have that good of a passing game. Um, he, again, they only threw it 19 times, though, right? I don't think... 55 yards. I don't think they needed to. I mean, honestly, it, it, it looks really, really good what the Patriots did with Cam Newton. I mean, given that they've been working with Tom Brady... For so long, who like I'm? I don't think he has joints. Like I'm pretty sure he's he, yeah. he's just thigh bone, shin bone. That's it. But I mean, like, yeah. so it's very it's super cool what Josh McDaniels was able to do with Cam Newton versus what he was able to do with Tom Brady and how he was able to flip the script from basically running the Patriots offense with Tom Brady for the longest time. Um, yeah. it, it was super impressive. Yeah, their passing game was weak, but did it, it didn't need to be strong. I mean, they're playing the Dolphins. Like, this is a tune-up game. The Dolphins looked pretty yeah. pretty bad. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick threw three picks. Like, the NF, the Patriots are leading the NFL in picks right now. Which we expected from him. So. I mean, given they also had the reigning defensive MVP, or defensive player oh, of the no, year, so Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. Like, I mean, the, the Patriots did Patriots things. I think... They beat the Dolphins. It's a tune-up game, and they have a much bigger test next week on Sunday Night Football playing the Seahawks. Agreed. They have a much bigger test, and they're going to see if we can if they can run the football or they're going to take a page out of the Falcons' book and realize, hmm, maybe we could pass all over these yeah. guys. Yeah, I mean, maybe we'll see that the Patriots are still the Patriots. Yeah, and Cam Newton had uh, – I think this is a fun little stat. Cam Newton carried the ball as many completions he had. Both were 15. That's interesting. That is very interesting, by the way. They didn't throw for 15, but, he, you know, I think that's – Kind of cool that he completed 15 passes and rushed 15 times that game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Patriots. Cam Newton. I think he. I'm telling you, I don't know what it is about him this season. I'm feeling. I'm feeling something special. I didn't see anything over the top spectacular. His his touch. His rushing touchdowns were pretty nice. And uh, I have to give special shout out to Cam Newton for flipping up the Wakanda forever after scoring. He ran it in, and I was yelling, "Superman it! Superman it!" And then he whipped up the Wakanda. I was like, "That's even better! Thank you." <laughs> and yeah, so um, yeah, just. Yeah, just special shout out to that. That was beautiful. Yeah, that was uh, awesome. Good game, good name, good game from Cam Newton. I think I think we are going to see some spectacular from them this season. For sure. All right, Bengals Chargers. Now this was an interesting one. I mean, Bengals sold, dog. The Bengals sold. Yeah, oh, I mean, okay. I'm so disappointed. I mean, their kicker literally pulled his hamstring on 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 that last kick of the game that sent it to overtime. I mean, I we've we've all seen that Joe Burrow face, and he's just like, wow, this is what it's like, huh? Um, but. Joe Burrow looked really, really good. Agreed. Like I loved watching. I Joe, mean, okay, Joe he Burrow had play. one really, really, really bad pick, right? But then yes. the following drive was his best drive of the day, like by Agreed. far. Like he looked super impressive on the, on that drive right after he threw the pick. It, it shows that he he's not going to let the mistakes get to him. I, I think he was a great leader. Like the Bengals' offense looked pretty good, given that we, Joe Burrow once again didn't have a preseason. Uh, the Chargers, like, they, it just, it felt like they were a little bit flat, but they still won the game. So I don't know how to feel about the Chargers anymore, but I feel like I have a good idea of the Bengals now. 
Yeah, I had the Bengals winning that game, and they had every opportunity to do it. Yeah. Um, I think they kind of sold. Uh, kicker did pull a hammy on the last kick, which sucked, but it is what it is. I had the Bengals winning that game, but they unfortunately, uh, you know, sold. So it, it is happens, what it is. It happens. I honestly think the Bengals... Are, I think the Bengals are a better football team than the Chargers are. They just need a new, they just needed a week one or a preseason. I think they would have won that game. All right. So, 49ers Cardinals. Cardinals went on the road 24 oh, 20 in terrible, terrible air quality conditions in Santa Clara. It looked very bad out there. I mean, I'm in Reno right now. You're in Las Vegas right now. I think we're both experiencing very similar things. Like, yeah. AQI, AQI topped 180 today. Like, it, it's looking rough out here on the West Coast right now. But yeah. they still played. Um, it was a really, really good game, and the Cardinals looked super impressive. Like, the 49ers, I think a historical thing that they're, or like, a, 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 not a historical thing, like a pattern that I'm sensing from them is that they're really struggling against very mobile quarterbacks. And, I mean, Kyler Murray tore them apart. Like, DeAndre Hopkins had, what, 15 receptions? Like, someone, oh, this is the Niners. I'm like, can someone explain to me why DeAndre Hopkins isn't on the receiving chart? Matter of fact, where's Larry Fitzgerald? I see Raheem Mostert. Oh, I see my issue now. <laughs> uh, DeAndre Hopkins, 14 receptions for 151 yards. I believe that was a career high for him. Yeah, it was. I've heard that stat as well. He was. It was a career high in receptions. He was targeted 16 times. Like, yeah, I mean, the connection I think was pretty real there. They're gonna play a. It's the Cardinals might like if. Here's the thing right now is that the Rams were also super impressive on Sunday Night Football. So, like, according to the records, like, the 49ers are the worst team in the NFC West, and I don't think that's true. I think the Cardinals right now, or the Rams, are the worst team in the NFC West, which mm -hmm. is terrifying. Agreed. The fact because that the I think all four teams in the football. NFC West right now are serious playoff contenders. Um, I would... I... I'm going to talk more about this when we get to the Cowboys-Rams game. I don't think the Rams are as good of a football team as they played week one. I think they played well, but it was like home opener, new stadium, and against a team that likes to sell, like all the time, a Cowboys team that likes to choke. Like, we know that about them. That's fair. So I don't know. How, I, I'm not sold on the Rams yet. However, I am sold on the fact that Kyler Murray is a freaking stud, and um, DeAndre Hopkins was the perfect person to play on this roster. For sure. That this team is insane, and Larry Fitzgerald doesn't have to carry the loan of load of receiver one anymore, and he gets his, you know, he dropped. I, I don't think he dropped a pass, but like, he had five targets. Maybe it was a miscue, um, but four receptions, thirty-four yards. He did his job for how old he is. Like he's doing his job. He's leading. He's literally letting DeAndre Hopkins catch everything, and I think that's good. All right, I think it's so. really good for this offense. Final game on Sunday afternoon, we had the Saints and the Buccaneers. The Saints won 34-23. I mean, both Drew, both Drew Brees and Tom Brady looked pretty rough this game. But, Agreed. I mean, Tom Brady, I think, is even a player who needs a preseason at this point for the opposite reason the rookies do. Like, yeah. I think he needs to kind of get in back into – like, obviously, I mean, he's a professional athlete. He's in shape. But he needs to get back into football shape. Like, he needs to start getting he used to get football again. And – it's it's super interesting. I don't know if you've seen the drama behind the Buccaneers, but I mean Bruce Arians is kind of throwing Tom Brady under the bus. Like, I did not. It's yeah. I mean, I think the Buccaneers are could be in trouble potentially if these habits continue. I mean, but looking ahead at their schedule, I don't think it will. But hmm. is something to note for sure. 
Um, Tom Brady looked pretty rough. Drew Brees looked pretty rough, but looked less rough. And I think that's the reason the Saints won the game. Um, I, I, I... I saw both of Tom Brady's interceptions, and it looked like it was, he wasn't playing football. Like, he looked like he was struggling to make like make throws. I don't know if he's not used to the fact of who he's playing with or what they're supposed to be doing, but, like, Mike Evans had four targets, one reception, four, four yards, or two yards. Yep. Uh, Rob Gronkowski had two receptions, three targets, 11 yards. O.J. Howard had four receptions, 36 yards, uh, six targets. That's kind of where your bread and butter is, and I think that screwed him up. But Chris Godwin and Scott Miller had good games. Yep. Um, but other than that, it's like Mike Evans is your wide receiver number one, and Rob Gronkowski has been your favorite target for a good chunk of your career. Like, pick your poison. Like, you got to pick. You got to make. You got to make some plays here. And on top of it, Leonard Fournette had five carries and got outrushed by Tom Brady today for that game. So like, Tom Brady had three. That's ridiculous. That should never happen. I mean, uh, yeah. I don't even care if you get one yard of one yard of carry. Like that shouldn't happen. It's wild. Yeah, for I sure. I think the Buccaneers were suffering. They have too many new pieces to the point where they needed to they needed to gel and they didn't have the opportunity to. I think that screwed them a lot. Too. For sure. All uh, right. I also think Drew Brees didn't play that good of a game, uh, but he did good enough because their defense kind of yep. won them that football. Dubs a dub. Two picks, you know. Yeah. Scoreboard. You take those. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, agreed. You take those. All take right. Those every day of the week. So, Sunday Night Football, the Rams beat the Cowboys 20-17. to 17. I mean, okay, yeah, there was that, that faux Jalen Ramsey offensive pass interference call that... I think it was pass interference. Okay, I don't. <laughs> but I, I think it was. That's just me. I think it could have been, uh, but I don't... I feel like if Jalen Ramsey kind of sold it a little bit, so... Uh, I think Dak Prescott underthrew the football, which caused... I think it was Gallup who got the PI mm-hmm. um, to come back a little bit on the ball, which caused him to extend. Okay. And that was what happened. Yep. Either way, I mean, the Rams offense looked pretty good. That's for sure. I mean, they were able to – they played really, really well in their rushing attack. They played really, really well off of play action because of it. Yeah. Uh, Goff didn't get into the end zone, but he still threw for 275 yards. So. Yeah. I mean, the, the Rams were surgical. Like, the Rams were a team – and I think they're going to be a team for a long time because Jared Goff, I mean, he looked good the year they went to the Super Bowl for sure. But, I mean, last year he proved in the years before, I think he's I think he's a little bit of a game manager in a way. Like, I think I think Jared Goff is going to be doing enough for the, the talent on the Rams roster to still win the game. Like, like mm-hmm. you, you talk about, like, the Chiefs, and Patrick Mahomes is the star of the show, right? You talk about the Seahawks, and Russell Wilson is the star of the show. You talk about the Ravens, and Lamar Jackson is the star of the show. You talk about the Rams, and I think Jared Goff is a piece. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the Rams did enough. They beat the Cowboys. I think the Rams looked better than I thought they would be. The Cowboys looked worse than I thought they would be. I think it's a little bit of the new head coach, Mike McCarthy syndrome, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that game could have really gone either way, for sure. I, I don't, my opinions haven't changed too much of either team, but they're definitely two more teams I'm paying attention to now for different reasons. Yeah, I think the Rams were uh, definitely a little bit better than I expected them to be, but I, asked, I actually think they are last place in their division in, like, skill-wise, in my opinion. I think the Cardinals are better than them. Uh, I don't think it's, like, a humongous margin for anything like that, but, like, I think, I think they are, like, it's last place, and it's a scary last place type of thing, if that makes sense. They're really good. I think they're a lot better than I thought they were going to be. Yep. Uh, so my record reflect might, might not reflect. My prediction record might not reflect how they actually end up because they might be balling out a little bit better. 
All right. Uh, but I don't, I don't have much to say about it, but the Cowboys lost. So yeah, okay. that's a dub. We take that. <laughs> <laughs> we take those. Um, okay, Monday Night Football, the first game of the night. The Steelers on the road in MetLife Stadium beat the Giants 26-16. We got 26 to watch these to games 16. together. We did. We watched these games. For, we watched the um, almost the entire Steelers-Giants game together. We watched it with our friend Travis, who's a Giants fan. And, boy, that was funny watching him re- Yeah, uh, read a little bit, um, Yeah, we watched most of that game. I mean... There was that super long drive where I think it was like 18 oh plays. Oh my gosh! 18 plays, and on the 19th play, Danny Dimes got picked plays, by his like defensive lineman. Yards. Like, I feel like that, oh I mean that's just gosh. the story of the Giants right now. Like Saquon, I think what had 15 rushes for like six yards. Um, if that. But he looked good when he got in space. There were a couple of like screen throws and and, qu- and quick passes or checkdowns to Saquon Barkley. When like when he got into space and there was no defenders around him, he made plays. Like he looked like old Saquon Barkley. Like I heard, I'm listening because that's all I I do is listen to like football talk shows and people are saying like like are the Giants wasting Saquon Barkley? Probably. But then you got people saying like are like is Saquon Barkley really as good as we thought? It's like yeah, he is. The Giants' yeah, uh... O line is pretty dookie. Yeah, for stat purposes, Saquon Barkley had 15 carries for exactly six yards. Like, we uh, were joking at one point, like, Ben Roethlisberger, I think he finished out, out rushing Saquon Barkley. He did. Like, Ben Roethlisberger had nine yards. Saquon had I mean, six. Th- that dude is old and chubby. And Saquon Barkley. I don't want to say chubby. Uh, like you were pudgy. talking about in space. He's pudgy. Like, you were talking. Yeah, because he is tall. Yeah. Like, 6'5, six, 6'6. Six, six. He's insane. Uh, Saquon did get in space. He had six receptions for 60 yards, so, like, you could see that he was getting in space. The real MVP and the real thing and st- thing we need to talk about is Darius Slayton. Okay. That man got that man got some hands. I said this I said this about him earlier, and I was like, Darius Slayton is going to be a menace if Daniel Jones gets good, okay? Darius Slayton had six catches for 102 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Like, Darius Slayton is good. He's a red zone threat in my eyes. Like, they th- they were tossing it up to him. Don't get me wrong. When they should have tossed it up to him, Daniel Jones threw a pick because he decided that rolling out and getting hit was the best option in a long drive. Which was like, what, a 19-play, 87-yard drive? He got picked on the 19th play. <sighs> That's crazy. 19-play, 87-yard drive to end on an interception. Started on their own 9-yard line, just get picked off on the 1. You hate to see it. Yep. Uh, but it was vintage. It was vintage Giants. I think Daniel Jones read too much from the Eli Manning book of how to play football, and uh, decided interceptions were the answer. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, this is like this is what the Steelers do: is they beat up bad teams and they they stay in games against good teams, and they're it's never enough to go deep in the playoffs. Um, yeah. I think we're going to see more of that Steelers team this year, which is good because I think that's going to be an improvement from last year's Steelers team. Um, Giants are struggling. Big Ben. Big Ben stole the show for me that uh, that game. Yeah, he had a pretty good Did game. Did not expect I mean, He threw two touchdowns. Did not expect he threw two touchdowns he threw to three. Juju. Uh, three? Well, oh, he threw three. He threw, he threw two, two to Juju. Two to Juju, yeah. Both of them were on my fantasy team. I was pretty jazzed about that. Yeah, not too excited about that one, but... <laughs> yeah, it was, Sorry, it was, I'm, starting, I'm starting Kyler Murray this week because... Uh, matchups. I'm matchups. Like, I mean, like they, you, they both play pretty good defenses, and, and Kyler Murray is... A much scarier threat than Big Ben. As DeAndre right Hopkins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, but yeah, last I think the game. Steelers, Steelers showed up. Yeah, I think sure. they showed up. Last game of the night. Uh, we didn't get to watch this entire game because of other obligations. Um, Titans win in Denver, sixteen to fourteen. I mean, here the story of the <laughs> night is Stephen Guskowski. He missed four. <laughs> he missed three field goals and a PAT. Three field goals and an extra point. <laughs> yeah, he missed. He missed three, four kicks. 
but he made the one that mattered. And I don't think that, I don't think this is the tight, I don't, I like, you can't miss four kicks and win the game, and that's the Broncos' fault. Like, I think the Broncos had poor mismanagement of the timeouts and and the clock at the end of the game. Uh, Jerry Judy had some pretty bad plays. I mean, I I watch a lot of Broncos content, and I know it seemed like Drew Locke had some trouble scanning defenses, looking for open receivers. I mean, he he had that great touchdown pass to, to Noah Fant early. But mm-hmm. it looked like Drew Locke had kind of a rough night. Um, I hope he bounce back, bounces back for my sake, please. I mean, but the Broncos' defense looked kind of looked really, really, really impaired without Von Miller. They lost A.J. Boye. He is now on IR as well. So, I mean, the Broncos' defense right now is beat up. Like, the Broncos, in the uh, recently, they spent all their draft capital on offense, and they spend all their money, they spend all their cap space on defense. Like, a lot of their defense is a lot of veterans. I mean, like, the youngest guy is Bradley Chubb, that's, like, actually playing the game. I mean, but shout-out to my, my, my close good friend Malik Reed, playing a defensive end behind Von Miller and, and Bradley Chubb. Uh, cool. Yeah, I actually know. He, nicest dude you'll ever meet, swear, honestly. That's awesome. Yeah, love that kid. Uh, I mean, he had a pretty good year last year as well, but like the defense is, is fairly, is mostly veterans like at this point. So if the defense continues to get beat up, I don't think the Broncos offense is good enough to keep up with it. The Broncos offense is very young. Yeah. I think that again, this is another case of where's the preseason because they needed, they needed that. And again, they have a new running back, Melvin Gordon, who got most of the touches as I thought he might, but. I don't know how you feel about that. I know we talked about it, but you were like, mm. I mean, eh. uh, Philip Lindsay is the man in Denver and, and, and will be in my heart for sure. But I think Melvin Gordon is a better football player. But the only thing I was skeptical of is, is that we did this with Jamal Charles a couple years ago. And it didn't work. Okay. So that was the only reason why I was like, I don't know if Melvin Gordon's going to work out. But he seems like in a better situation than, than the one that Jamal Charles was in. So, Yeah, we'll see how he plays. I think he, I think he ran pretty well. Um, I think... Personally, I think Drew Locke didn't play terrible. He had some. He I had don't think some... he did either. But I feel like just too many mistakes. It was glimpses. Too many it was mistakes. Just I, I think. I think it was poor management at the very end. Like, like you can't. You can't. The Titans left ten points on the board, and the Broncos lost the game. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. You can't yeah. do that. Yeah, game should have definitely been 26, 26 What fourteen should have yep. been the final score of that game. Uh, ten points were just chilling there. Um, and I think that the Titans. The Titans are going to stick it out with Goskowski, which I don't think they – I don't see why not. Goskowski did the same thing last season, and he played just fine for the rest of the season. He had one really bad game with the Patriots, if I'm not mistaken. So it happens. Yep. Um, when you're when you're a kicker that kicks in World War II, you understand how to get back and recover from things. All right. So that wraps up week one. Let's talk week two, and here's what I challenge oh, you to do. Uh, real quick. Okay. Before we start week two, both of us went nine and seven. Yeah, with, with our uh, predictions. Eagles kind of sold. I had the Vikings winning a game. Um, yeah. Bears kind of clutched up right there. Uh, shout out to the Cowboys for selling as well, and the Cardinals popping off. Thank you. I lost the, the Vikings game, the Eagles game, the Colts. I picked the Panthers. Um, I picked the 49ers. I picked the Cowboys. I picked the Broncos. Oh, that's the one we sw- switched on. I picked... I picked the Raiders. You picked the Panthers. I pick, or yeah, I picked the Raiders. You picked the Panthers. I picked the Bengals. You picked the Chargers. Yep. Wow, and both those games came down to the wire. Wow, interesting, interesting. Yeah, interesting. certainly. All, All right. right, 
Quick week two predictions. Um, Let's start with yours. Sure. So, I think week two predictions... My week two predictions didn't change at all from what I had originally planned in, in the beginning of the season, but I do think games got way more interesting. Um, yes. So I, I think here's what I'll do is I will I will say my prediction for the game. I'll give my reason why. Then you do the same, and then you lead off with the next game. Sounds good. So I'll start uh, Thursday Night Football, Browns-Bengals. I had the Browns winning this game. I think both teams really need a win here. I think the Browns need it more. Um, yeah. and I think that's the main reason why I, I like if the Bengals win this game, I've lost hope for the Browns. Like they're, they're, they're going to have a Brownsy type year. Uh, I a hundred percent agree with that. I also have the Browns winning that football game, but I would not be surprised if the Bengals come out and win that game. I'm going to be honest with you. They are, that, the, mm, I, I think that the Browns still win the game just because of who they have on their team, but the Bengals, Joe Burrow, I mean, based off of what happened with the Browns against the Ravens, I wouldn't be surprised. Yep. Uh, we're going to move on to Sunday. Uh, we're going to kick off with the Bears, uh, the Giants traveling to Chicago to play the Bears. I have the Bears winning that game. Um, I just don't think the Giants are good enough. I think the Bears are a better team than the Steelers are personally. Um, but if the Giants come out and win this game, uh, we need to really think about benching Mitch Trubisky. I don't know if you benched Mitch Trubisky this early. I also have the Bears winning this game, um, but I have... I, I think the Bears are a, a similar caliber to the Steelers this year. Maybe I think the Steelers might be a bit better, uh, but I think the Giants are, are bad, and I think that's why they lose. Like That's yeah. that's the tweet. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> All right, uh, next game, I have the Los Angeles Rams going to Philadelphia. Now, this is a this is a game I thought for a long time about changing, but... Um, I got you. I, I completely understand why. I, yeah, I had, a, I had a long thought about possibly changing this game, but I had the Eagles winning this game. It's in Philly. Uh, Philly's not allowing fans. Yeah, which I mean, obviously, won't matter. I think the Philly defense. I mean, we saw we saw what the Rams' offense was about. They were a rushing attack in the playoff of play action. I think Philly still has one of the better run defenses in the league, so I think it kind of shuts down the Rams' offense and matches well with it. My biggest concern is how do the Eagles stop the Rams' offense and Aaron Donald and. I, I like that's really the main thing that really made me think about this, but I'm sticking to my guns. I'm picking the Eagles. Um, I too am gonna pick the Eagles, uh, for not because I am an Eagles fan, but mostly because I didn't want to change my decision on this one, and I'm actually going to commit to the fact that the Eagles actually did get healthier this week. Miles Sanders is playing, um, who's our first string running back. Um, I think the defensive, the the, the secondary is gonna play a lot better. They have they had a week to finally gel. It's not like they got really thrown all over. I don't think our defense really folded. It's just our offense kind of sold with the turnovers and got really bad positioning, field position. That's what happened. If the Eagles just can limit turnovers, I think they are going to be dangerous, and that's that's the thing. And I think they're going to manage clock a lot better. For sure. Also, Lane Johnson is healthy this week, so that right tackle position is Oh, that is good news then. Okay. Yeah. he's he's gonna. I think he's playing this week. Uh, if he doesn't, he might be a last-second decision, but he looked like – I believe when I saw the uh, injury report earlier today, they said he was limited in practice, most likely to play. Uh, a couple people were out, but they weren't—they um, were due to personal reasons. So I think we only have like one or two people that aren't playing, which is really, really good for the Eagles. Yeah, that's a good step for the Eagles. Uh, oh, my, my bad, my bad. Yeah, I, they, I, yeah, I, this I, is your team. <laughs> uh, Cowboys, Falcons. As much as it pains me to say it, I think Cowboys. I want—I uh, think they're going to win this game. I'm actually would consider changing this game only because of how the Falcons played Week One. Um. They air raided on the Seahawks, and I think the Seahawks have a better defense than the Cowboys do. And the Falcons are 
they if they can air raid like that, 12 targets to three receivers and get 100 yards from each of them, how, <laughs> I don't think they're going to have that crazy of a performance again. But uh, the, if the, Cow the Cowboys only can put 17 points on the Rams, uh, they might be able to put a little bit more on the Falcons, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Zeke's a monster. I'm still going to stick with my gut with the Cowboys, but I would not be surprised the Falcons walk into Jerry World with a dub. I'm in the same boat. I thought very hard about uh, changing this game. I'm picking the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys offense is better than the Falcons defense, and I think the Falcons offense is better than the Cowboys defense. Like, I think this is going to be a good offensive game. I think the Cowboys barely get this one. Okay. So next game, I have the Panthers at the Buccaneers. Um, I think this is a bounce back week for the Bucks. I have them winning this game. I think the Panthers are still a big question mark team. I mean, we saw what they could do against the Raiders. And it didn't go well. And the Buccaneers are a better team. Yeah. So um, I had the Bucks winning. Yeah, I also have the Bucks winning. Uh, I think Tom Brady actually makes a statement game here. Uh, it's against the Panthers. They have no more Luke Kuechly, so I think this is going to be a statement game for the Panthers. But I think uh, Run CMC, also known as Blue Eyes White Privilege, is going to have a really good game against the Buccaneers this week. Uh, for sure. I got the Bucks winning it as well. Uh, then we're going to head over to MetLife Stadium for uh, the New York Jets at home against the San Francisco 49ers. Bounce back week for the Niners as well. They got the Jets. What else do I need to say about this? Yep, I mean, I had the four Niners winning this game because the Jets are bad. Yeah, plain and simple. All right. All right, let's head over to Denver. Or uh, Actually, it's Pittsburgh. We're heading over this to Pittsburgh team. for the Broncos at the Steelers. I have the Steelers winning this game. I think the Steelers defense is going to be too much for the Broncos offensive line. Juwan James opted out. Garrett Bowles is a lame duck left tackle. Like, the, the Broncos are young, and they're solid on the interior, and the Steelers are young, and they are solid on the exterior. I think the Steelers' defense is too much for the Broncos' offense. Um, I think the Steelers' offense exposes the Broncos' defense a little bit. I have the Steelers winning in a fairly close game. Like, maybe, but we'll, we'll, like, I think the Steelers win by, like, a touchdown. Okay. Well, I actually have it on the flip side. I have the Broncos winning by a okay. touchdown-ish. Um, the reason I have the Broncos winning is... Um, Steelers showed me promise, but they didn't show me enough promise. They played the Giants. You know, like, I can't really gauge how you – like, you, you started off pretty slow, and is Ben Roethlisberger going to be able to keep that up? Because whether we like it or not, Broncos have a really good front four. Like, I think they have a really good front four. Uh, their secondary uh, could use a little bit of Their work, secondary is pretty good, stop, but without like, AJ Boye, it's, it's nerve-wracking. Yeah, I think they can stop Juju, who is pretty much the only person catching the uh, – Washington's pretty good too, but, like – We'll see. We'll see how it goes out. I think the Broncos still could win this game. I I almost changed this one because of how the Steelers did play, but I want to kind of stick to my gut. Again, it's only week one. I I want to stick with my predictions at least the first couple of weeks, see how everything plays out, and then I might be switching some stuff here. Uh, so we're gonna head over to Tennessee for Titans Jags, and man, I I I was going to say Titans win because Jags bad, but Gardner Minshew dog. I don't know how to feel about it, but I still think the Titans win, but not because the Jags are bad, but because, like, the Jags can't stop Derrick Henry. I think that's literally what the game is going to be this time. Yeah, I mean, when I predicted this game, I had the Titans winning at first because Jags are bad, but I think Titans win because the Titans are better, not yeah. the Jags no, 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 are bad. Yeah, not because the like, Jags are bad. Yeah, agreed. That's crazy. Like, say, same situation. That's wild. All right. Next, we got the Detroit Lions Carter and the Green Minch Bay Packers. <laughs> Minshew Mania, baby. Dog. All right, All we right. have the Detroit Lions in Green Bay playing the Packers. Packers win because Lions bad. I, I don't want to say Lions bad because, granted, they should have won that game, but they also sold that game as well. So I'm going to give I'm gonna give Packers as well. Uh, we're going to head to 
Miami for a divisional matchup. <laughs> Poor Dolphins, dude. Bills against Dol <laughs> traveled to Miami to play the Dolphins. Um, yeah, Bill Bills. Bills. I mean, we, we, we saw Ryan Fitzpatrick. There was no magic. Maybe this is the week he comes back. But, I mean, I was a little bit concerned about the fact that the Bills kind of let off the gas a little bit in the second half. But I think the Bills still win. Yeah. Tua! I don't think he play gets to Tua! start yet. I mean. Next week. Week three. Week three. Tua, Tua. Tua, 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 Tua. They're not going to play in week three. They're going to hold out. They're going to play in, like, week five or six. Tua! They should play in week three. I mean, if there was a game to play him, it'd probably be against the Jags, so. Don't play in week, but right. then you got week four and you play the Seahawks. Like week five, they play the the 49ers. Like maybe, maybe Broncos week six. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, this one, I believe, is yours. I believe it is. Um, I have the Vikings in Indianapolis. Um, these are two teams that both lost and both looked semi-competent. So this was a game I thought about for a while as well. I have the Vikings on the road winning this game. Uh, I also have the Vikings winning this on the road. I think Phillip Rivers is going to sell, honestly. I think Phillip Rivers is a really good quarterback. He just always finds a way to sell games. Dude, just, if, just, if there's anybody who knows about Phillip Rivers selling games, it's me. Trust me. He sells games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, it's just, it's, he always does something. Uh, then we're going to actually head to Arizona. Cardinals are taking on the Redskins. Uh, I'm sorry, the Washington football team. Mm -hmm. uh, I have Redskins in my notes. They're not the Redskins anymore. Uh,. As much as I, as much as the Washington football team is starting their season off strong, they're gonna run into an Arizona team that has DeAndre Hopkins that's about to murder their whole existences. They couldn't stop Dallas Goddard. I don't know what they're gonna expect when they roll up into Arizona and try to deal with DeAndre Hopkins and Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, this is this based on what happened week one. This suddenly became one of my favorite games of the week. It's gonna be kind of interesting for sure. Um, I have Arizona winning this game. Yeah, uh, it is definitely gonna be a. I think it's gonna be a good game though because. Based off of week one, this is more interesting now. Okay, second or the next game, I have the Baltimore Ravens in Houston playing the Texans. Poor the, Texans, dude. What I know the they heck? have a very rough start to their season. Like I think the Texans are better than I thought they would be, but I don't think they're better than the best team in football, right? So I, I have the Ravens winning on the road. Same and poor poor Texans, dude. <laughs> they yeah. got sold. They, they have had a, to play number a, a one and number two teams in the league. Their schedule. They, that's the best two teams in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, they, I mean, rough, they have Chiefs, they have Ravens, and then they have Steelers, who was no pushover. They have the Vikings, who are no pushover. Like, like the Texans, Texans probably don't get luck, a quote-unquote pushover game until week five when they play the Jags. And that's even questionable. Exactly, and at that point, that might even be questionable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got Ravens because they're just better. I just think they're better. They're just a better football team all around. 38 points to start off the season. Lamar Jackson looking like Lamar Jackson. Throwing the ball pretty good for a running back, so. We're going to head over to L.A. where the Chiefs are going to play the Chargers. And, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Bengals almost beat the Chargers. Um, and now you're going to go up against the Chiefs who actually can throw the football significantly better and have better targets. Mm, yeah, Chiefs are you're going to get – you're going they're going to smack them. Yep. I mean, Chiefs win because Chiefs are better. It's much better. Like, it's not even close. All right. This is my favorite game of the week by far. Seahawks-Patriots Sunday night football. Patriots are in Seattle. I have uh -huh. the Seahawks winning this game. I think it's going to be an interesting game. This is going to be a really good game. I think the Seahawks offense doesn't really match up with the Patriots defense. And the Patriots offense should match up with the Seahawks defense. But um, <laughs> Bill Belichick, the, the Patriots will be on the one-yard line. Bill Belichick should probably just send Cam Newton to run, but he's going to throw it, and they're going to get picked and lose. That would be that would be a 
That would be that poetry. Would be storybook. Poetry. Textbook. That'd be beautiful. Uh, but I also have the Seahawks winning this game. However, it's going to be a test to see if Patriots can throw the football. If the Patriots can throw the football and the Seahawks kind of fold like they get against the Falcons, could see something very interesting. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I mean, uh, th this is probably the closest game of the week. Like, I, I feel like on paper yeah. the Seahawks should win, but why do I feel like they won't? It's, it's always something. It's always something. I think the Seahawks still win the game because they're home at Seattle. But New England, some I don't know, Cam Newton, Cam Newton now for a revenge tour. So we'll see yep. how that goes. Uh, we're heading to Las Vegas, baby, for the Raiders-Saints game, the very first game ever played in Las Vegas, Nevada. And the Raiders are going to get smacked. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I don't think I don't think Drew Brees is going to play like he played against the Bucks. Saints win because Saints are better. Though I would not be Bags. surprised if the Raiders win this game. They're going to have the it's, juice. Their brand new stadium. Uh -huh. We saw what the, mm -hmm. what the juice in the brand new Rams stadium did to the Rams. Um, I've passed by that stadium many of times. It is a beautiful. It is beautiful from the outside. I'm not going to lie. I'm, it is yeah, gorgeous. I'm sure it is. But, uh, yeah, they're going to get smacked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, this is. I think this is a closer game than a lot of people think. I still think the Saints win, though. Oh, 100%. Uh, if Jacobs puts up even half the performance he did last game, I think they have a chance. It's, Jacobs played phenomenal last game, and I think yep. he can continue the trend. Uh, but, yeah, you heard it here first. I think we agreed on literally everything except for one game. I think it was Steelers-Broncos. Yeah, but it, it, I, brought it, I didn't pick the Broncos. Ironic, isn't right? it? Yeah, we agreed on uh, literally we'll everything except for Broncos Steelers. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, I think highlight games for this week. There's um, definitely – I think the Eagles, Rams, Falcons, Cowboys are highlight games. Not because they're, like, amazing games, but because the Eagles and the Cowboys both need to win their games, personally yep. speaking. Um, and the Patriots-Seahawks game because it's – I think it's going to be the best – like you said, I, I also think it's going to be the best game of the week. Uh, Saints-Raiders also. It's gonna be really good. Couple more, I'll add Bengals, oh. Browns, um, uh, yeah, Washington, and too. Washington and Cardinals too. Yeah, that one's a, a low key good, gonna be a good game. Yep. I think, and I, I think we, I'm gonna get that televised because it's Arizona and Washington, so and it's in Arizona, so I should be get that. Well, in the TV. afternoon, I might watch that game. I mean, I might be stuck watching Los Angeles, the Chargers. That is. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. I have no it, idea. It might be. Yeah. But um, morning games. Who do I probably though? end up watching? Well, I there's no home the West Eagles Coast game. teams. I might get the Broncos. <laughs> You might. I might get the Eagles game because they're playing L.A. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see. I don't know. Maybe I'll get excited to be able to watch an Eagles game and put my jersey on with not being shamed at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that, dude. Like That was so rough, dude. I walked out the house. We were up 17-0. I know. <laughs> Here's the good news. Okay, I didn't have to go to work wearing my Broncos stuff on Monday because school is canceled because of smoke. So it was great. You love to see it. You love to see it. All right, any last-second additions to uh, the week that we have ahead of us? I got nothing. I think uh, Eagles, Broncos might be in trouble. I think they both need to win, and I unfortunately only think one of them does, and it's not me. It's not me. <laughs> we'll see how it goes because who knows with the Eagles. They're going to start the game and lose everyone on their roster within five seconds of the game. So. You never know. Yeah, we're going to put Jalen Hurts I, I, in at right tackle before I, I, we know it. I pray for Carson Wentz's ACL. Uh, you and me both. I actually pray for his head more than anything because he is getting hit. He got hit eight times. Yeah. Eight sacks, bro. Ridiculous. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, again, all of Eric's links are in the description below. Uh, make sure you hit him with a follow. Amazing guy. Has a lot of fun takes. Um, and always a pleasure. 
And also, I would like you guys to follow us on Twitter and tweet at me you guys' rea uh, your reactions, how you guys feel about our predictions, and, uh, you know, everything else. I got to tweet more from that, that account because I definitely should be tweeting all of my sports takes from that account. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, or watching. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't have face cams. No, I know. You, they can see uh, me. Appreciate all of you. not to you? <laughs> You're something else, I swear. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's, that's, that's the type of that's the type of thing I expect. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And um, again, hit us with a follow. Hit us with likes. Um, with that, we'll be here with week 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 two recap, week three analysis uh, predictions. Yep. We'll be going this episode up every every an episode of football will be up every Thursday, and we will have an extra episode one week coming soon for the NBA Finals predictions. I believe I'll be recording that with Patty Trills. So keep my eyes out with that. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I appreciate all of you. Have a great rest of your day, night, evening, morning, whatever you're doing today, and enjoy some football. Bears, Bears, Bears Bengals is what we kick off the week with, uh, and you'll they're be the, with, they're with the watching Browns, that but good try. today. What did I say? Did you I say said Bears. Did I say Bears Broncos? What did I say? You said Bears. You said Bears Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tripping. Bears Bears. The Bears are the next game on my list. Uh, really, Bengals, re Browns. really quickly before, because I mean, we just wrapped up the Western Conference or the. We're about to start the Western Conference Finals. You ready? I am. I am clearly yes. a basketball expert. You ready? Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Lakers in five. Uh, I too have the Lakers in five. And that's for the finals, by the way. Like, at the end. I don't care who they play, Celtics or Heat. Oh, you just say Lakers in five yeah. for the finals. Yeah. I have Lakers in six for the finals because I think they're playing the Celtics. I think they'll play the Celtics. But I wouldn't as be well. surprised if the Heat go. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I think they play the Celtics as well. Lakers win in five in both games. Interesting. 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 We'll there see you how go. it goes. Uh, uh, whatever, whatever happens, the Lakers do not want to go up through one against the Nuggets. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. We'll catch you guys on the flip side from Davion and Eric. This is behind the plays. Have a good one. See ya.